you back if you didn't have a flashback to like oh my gosh college high school I don't know how old you are but that song brings me back I have full body chills right now I'm so excited to get into today's episode earlier I sent out a survey to my Villanova friends to some friends that I have in Chicago just sent around um this really cool survey to a bunch of people that are my age I'm 25 and to some, I I sent to some people who are older as well. So we have all different perspectives, but I'm really excited to get in today's episode because I think it's going to be like a little throwback, a little TBT on a Thursday. By the way, happy Thursday. I hope you're having a wonderful week. I already want to just jump right into this because I'm so excited with the answers that I got from people and it just brought me back and I swear like yes looking back on college it gives it puts you in the feels and you you get kind of like sentimental and sad but it also just brings up all the good memories I think I'm learning as I get older it's good to look back on like happy good memories a lot of the times I'd look back and be really sad like my first year out of college I remember just going on snapchat memories all day every day and looking at them and being so sad that I wasn't in college anymore But now I think it's like happy to look back on and it makes me feel like so grateful that I have such crazy, amazing, beautiful memories to look back on. So anyway, I decided to send out this little survey just to have like a fun little lighthearted episode and I sent two questions out and I just had, you know, my friends fill them out. They sent them to their friends. So we've got a bunch of different perspectives and I'm really excited to read the answers But the two questions were, I'll let you know what they were right away before we get into it. The first question was, something you wish you could tell your college slash early 20s self. And the second question is, something you learned while you were in college slash your early 20s and you want to pass along the knowledge. So I liked kind of keeping it in college and early 20s because I think with all of these answers... No matter where you are in life, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, there is still time to learn from these things. I think we look back on college, we look back at our 20s and we're like, damn, 
all of the things we could have done, all of the things we should have done. What I want to get out of this episode is not only tips for you and like a fun little reminiscent thing for you, but also like hopefully you can learn that you can still accomplish all of these things. And if you feel like you're missing something about college, bring it back. Like the answers I'm going to read, we can still do all of these things now. It doesn't have to be just because we were in college. So let's get into it. I'm like really excited for this. We're just jumping right in. Okay, so the first one I wanted to go over is the something you wish you could tell your college slash early 20s self. So for all my young listeners out there who are still in college or still in school, listen up, get a pen, get a paper. I know you probably hear these things all the time, but really listen this time. These are coming from people who are looking back on their experiences, and these are the things they wish they heard when they were in school, and I can agree with all of these. So if you're still in school, listen up. If you are not, still listen up. I think all of these can apply to no matter where you are in life. I mean, obviously some of them are going to be very college-based, but we can still make all of these happen. It's not too late. It's never too late. That's what I've learned at least. All right, so let's do it. I'm just going to read these off. I'm like so excited. I swear all of these answers are bringing me right back. I can like smell. For some reason, it's bringing me back to my sophomore dorm. So at Villanova, you get a freshman and sophomore year, you have to live on campus and you get the lottery. It's like a lottery system to choose your on-campus housing. And I had an awful lottery time my sophomore year, and I was really bummed because I wasn't in the quad, which is like the main part where everyone is and super fun, like pregame rooms, whatever. I got an awful, awful housing time. I ended up living in a college or in a, um, let's say college dorm room. I ended up living in a single dorm by myself with no air conditioning in one of like the oldest buildings on Villanova's campus. It was wild. But... I think sophomore year is my favorite year to date that I look back on um, because of those experiences. And it was really fun because a lot of my close friends ended up being in the single dorms too. So it almost was like the quad 2.0 and people who went to Villanova will know what I'm saying. But we had like a really solid squad, a really fun friend group who lived in the single dorm. So we were always together all the time and it made being in a single dorm honestly so much fun. So when I think back on all of those memories, when I'm reading these answers, I just like imagine myself being a little sophomore in college. I can like smell my musty dorm room. I can like feel how hot it was in there at night. Oh my God. I had like six fans at once going. The good old days. I'll tell you, I would trade my beautiful apartment that I live in now to go back to Austin Hall room 15 any day. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Something you wish you could tell your college slash early 20s self. First answer is don't worry so much about finding a job right out of school. And I could preach this all day, every day. When I first graduated college, I had a major in communications, a minor in computer science, and my specialization was TV and production. I nannied right after college just to make money while I was job searching. And I ended up taking the first job that I was offered. And I have nothing but positive things to say about my first job. 
but I definitely think I rushed the process and I was trying to force myself into a field of work that I don't think I really wanted to be in. So I like that. Don't worry so much about finding a job right out of school and you're going to compare yourself to those around you. Your friends are going to start getting jobs and you're going to be like, why am I not? Why am I still living at home? I lived at home for a year, I think, after school and it was the best decision I ever made. I mean, I got a dog. (laughs) I was able to get a dog because I still lived at home and didn't have to worry about that. Um, I saved a ton of money and, you know, I got close with my parents and it was just nice to be home after college, after being away for four years. But I think from my own personal experiences, I rushed the job process and now I'm in a completely different career and a different industry. So take your time with it. Find what's best for you. You know, when you're job searching, ask a company about their values, you know, about their employees. Are their employees happy? Like ask all of the questions that you want answered. You want to find that job that fits for you. And trust me, you will probably change jobs so many times. So you don't need to worry, but you want that first one to be like a real good one that you look back on and you're like, wow, that kind of made me who I am today. And that was, you know, where my passion started. So don't rush the job search. Don't worry about finding it right out of school. Honestly, don't even start applying while you're still in school. Focus on senior year, man. Focus on the memories, on having fun. Focus on just graduating. You know, don't put your energy into applying to jobs. And any parents listening to this are probably going to be so mad at me, but it's the truth. The next one, don't settle in any relationship and know your self-worth. I think I know who answered this, but it's so true. Don't settle in any relationship, whether that's with a partner romantically or a friendship or a friend group. If something's not vibing with you and it feels like it's taking up your energy in a bad way, don't settle. College is only four years. And I know when you start off as a freshman, you're like, wow, I still have four years No, no, no. It is only four years. It goes by so quickly. Do you want to look back at your college experience and be like, why did I waste my time and my energy on that person or those people? And that goes hand in hand with know your self-worth. You know, and this applies right now, whether you're in your 20s, your 30s, whatever. Know your self-worth. Don't settle in any relationship. Life is too dang short. College is too dang short you know your self-worth and you know you are good enough and you know the type of people you should be surrounding yourself with, don't try to fit some weird mold just because people around you are doing it. You know, college is such a great time to experiment and to really like find yourself and your passions and you don't have to figure it all out there. But it's such a great time to just have so much freedom to be creative. So don't settle. If you're not vibing with something, let it go. You know, new opportunities come along every single day. New people come along every single day. I love the motto, pray for and delete. You know, wish them well and then move on. I love that. Next we got, love yourself first, your friends second, and boys absolutely last. Wait, I love this. (laughs) Love yourself first, your friends second, and boys absolutely last. I think it's, I mean, I don't, this is my opinion. This is strictly my opinion. I think it's silly to be in a relationship in college. And, you know, some, I have a lot of friends who were in relationships and I have so much respect for them. 
I think it's silly to be in a relationship in college because like I said in the last point, you're still figuring out what you want and what you like and you want to kind of be marching to the beat of your own drum. So I love that. Love yourself first. Put yourself first. Do all the things that you want to do. You will not have this much freedom ever again. And I know it seems like, no, I'll graduate and I'll have my own apartment and my own life. Baby girl, (laughs) things get a lot harder the second you step off of that campus when you're graduated. They don't get easier. The most freedom I ever had was in college. Yeah, sure, it's fun to have an apartment and to like fill your fridge with beer and grocery shop, whatever. But eventually that stuff gets old. And you're going to start wishing that you had the freedom you had in school. So love yourself first, your friends second, and boys absolutely last. And I know there's going to be some people sitting there like, no, I don't agree with that. Like I have the best boyfriend or the best girlfriend. And yes, they can be. And if you are, you know, in a solid relationship, that's great. But don't prioritize them. Prioritize you. It's your life. You are the last person who's always going to be there for you. You're the one person who will always have your back. Prioritize you. Oh, okay. Next, stop caring what others think. Let go of perfectionism and embrace you. This one's really tough, and this even goes past college. It's really hard to stop caring about what others think about us. It's our ego talking. Our ego hates rejection. And when we care too much about what others think about us, we're scared of getting rejected. So we try to like fit into some weird perfect mold and we lose and chip away at little pieces of ourselves. So the ego takes over and it's loud and it's really hard to silence it. But how you can do that is by literally embracing you and doing the things that make you happy and following yourself. And like I said in the last point, marching to the beat of your own drum. It doesn't matter what other people think about you. Stop caring because if they think anything negative about you or if they judge you, they shouldn't be in your circle anyway. They shouldn't have your back. They shouldn't be the people who are in your tribe. You got to stop caring what others think. And I know, I know, I know it's really hard. I think a huge part of that, especially now, I mean, we had it a little bit easier when I was in college. Social media was a thing, but it wasn't huge until like my, I honestly, like my senior year, like it was okay. Junior year. I think we were more of like a Snapchat generation, but it's really tough now with social media, whether you're in school or out of school, it's so hard to stop caring what others think because all you're seeing all day, every day on your social media feed is, you know, like what others have and what others look like and this, that, and the next. And you are starting to analyze what you think about others. So it's impossible not to think about what others think about you. But try to let go of that. Let go of trying to be perfect. Nobody's perfect, especially not in college. Where you learn the most is where you make mistakes. Where you grow the most is where you make mistakes. Don't you want to look back and be like, wow, look at all of the crazy things I did and all of the crazy stuff I grew from. Who wants to look back on their college experience and be like, I didn't do a single thing wrong. (laughs) I went to bed every night at 9 p.m. and got straight A's. Like, great, (laughs) Martha, cool. No, that's great. That's really good. Yeah, but like what happened? Where did you grow? Where did you experience heartbreak? You didn't fail a single test. 
you didn't stay up till 4 a.m. bullshitting some six-page research paper that was due at like 6 a.m. Those are like in those moments are the best memories. Stop trying to be perfect. You are not going to fail that class. Go to the damn party. This is something that I wish someone told me when I was in college. I worried a little bit about my grades um, just because I felt like I kind of felt like I always had something to prove going to a school like Villanova. So I definitely worried a little bit. And I think I missed out on a few really fun pregames because I was either studying or trying to finish up some things for school or, you know, working on an internship. You're not going to fail the class. Trust me. The more anxiety, the more stress you put into your grades, I mean, in my opinion, I think I would have gotten the exact same grades had I taken a less stressful and anxious approach and had I had just prioritized like my mental health first. You're going to graduate college. You have to just trust yourself. You have to believe yourself. You have to tell yourself you're going to be fine. You'll get the work done. You know you have to get the work done. You'll get it done. Go to the damn party. (laughs) Make the memories. Look back and be like, I am so happy with my experiences. And when I say go to the damn party, it doesn't mean you have to go out all night and rage. Go to a club. Go to an event. You know, go to intramural soccer or volleyball or basketball. Go to the basketball games. Go to the football games. Like, go to the other things outside of school. Because that's, those are the life experiences that are going to shape you that no grade, no A, no B, no C, no failing, no passing grade can shape you. And those are like the memories that you stay up all night talking about. You don't talk about getting a damn A in your business class. You don't sit around the fire 20 years from now with your best friends from college and be like, remember that A I got? Oh, so worth it. Staying up till midnight, getting that A in that in that liberal arts class. <laughs> You're not going to fail. Trust yourself. Close the book. Go to the party. Thank yourself every single day for showing up. This shit isn't easy. Ooh, I love that. That's something that I think none of us did enough. We didn't thank ourselves ever. When I say us, I'm just like referring to like close girlfriends, my friend group. But I remember just having so many conversations with girlfriends and we were so hard on ourselves. College, life, 20s, early 20s, late 20s, it's not easy. None of it's easy. There is no book that says this is how you survive. (laughs) This is how you get through all of the stuff that life's going to throw at you past 18 years old past moving out of your parents' house. Thank yourself. Every single morning, you should wake up and be like, yo, (laughs) thanks for showing up today. Yesterday was pretty tough. Thanks for still showing up today. Give yourself some grace. I'm going to say this every episode, but give yourself some grace. It's not easy. Life's not easy. College isn't easy. Your early 20s aren't easy. Be gentle on yourself. Look in the mirror now. Get up, pause this podcast, thank yourself. Be like, yo, you're dope. Thanks for showing up for another day. Even if today's not as good as yesterday, who cares? Thanks for still showing up. I appreciate you. We didn't do that enough. We definitely didn't do that enough. 
Don't waste so much time and energy on boys. Your 20s are for hustling and working hard, not marriage and babies. Oh, see, had you had told me this four years ago, five years ago, I'd be like, but no, what about that plan? That plan that everyone has where like you meet your college sweetheart and you graduate and you move to a city with all your friends and then you get married and you move to a house in the suburbs and you have babies and you're like 26. (laughs) Whoa. No. Everybody's path is different. Everybody's story is different. There is no right answer here. But don't waste so much time and energy on boys. I love... I love this part. Your 20s are for hustling and working hard. You create your own legacy. And if you want to be a mom by 26 or 25 or 24, that's okay. That's your legacy. That's great. But if you have that feeling that there's something more deep down in there, you want to make more impact. You want to help more people. You want to be a badass in your job. Your 20s are for hustling and working hard. How many people do you know now that are getting married in their 30s and starting families in their 30s? Probably a lot of people. Don't worry about that timeline. Throw it out. I hate, 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 hate myself for wasting years thinking that I had to have like this perfect timeline. And when it didn't go to plan, I freaked out. And I had a meltdown and I was really dramatic and I wasted a lot of anxiety and stress on it. But now that I'm 25, about to turn 26, I have never felt so happy and so me focusing on work and hustling my ass off and showing up every day as like a badass. That's like the most empowering feeling, especially in college when you like, you know, when you do you and you really do focus on yourself, you glow a little bit different. And people start to ask, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you so happy? How are you like this? People start to attract to you. They want to be like you when you're the person that shows up for yourself and you hustle and you work hard. Because what comes from hustling and working hard? Good things come from that. You get that promotion. You get that raise. You get that dope apartment in the city. You have all those really cool friends that just like are such good energy. Yeah, that's like what you want to look back on. You only get your 20s and your 30s and your college experiences. You only get them once. Why waste it on some boy? And no offense to any guys listening to this. (laughs) You guys are great. And you can have boys in your life. You can have friends. You can be in relationships. But majority of your energy should be on you. And when you start to shift into that, you're going to feel so powerful and just like showing up as your most authentic self every single day. And if you're listening to this and you're in a very serious relationship or you're even married, you can still do these things. Show up for yourself a little bit more. Start to show up for yourself. Start to put yourself first. Have a conversation with your partner. You know, I I feel like maybe I haven't been putting myself first recently and I'm feeling it and I don't want it to affect us. So I'm going to take some time and take care of myself. It doesn't mean I love you any less or I want you in my life any less. I just really want to hustle, work hard, and be the badass that I know that I am. I like that. I wish someone told me that when I was in college. Hold your best friends close through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hold them close. 
you will have these friends for the rest of your life if you put in the time, the energy, and the effort. I've definitely learned that in my 20s. The good, the bad, and the ugly. College is good. It's bad. It's so ugly, but it's so worth it with the right people by your side. College friends are the best friends. And I am still close with a lot of friends from even grade school, you know, and some friends from high school, but those college friends, they hit different because <laughs> you go through those like life altering transitions in college. You are literally growing into an adult. It's one of the most transformative years, some of the most transformative years of your life going through college. If you don't have a good crew of people by your side, it's really difficult to get through some of the good, the bad, and the ugly. The best part about having your crew is when you are getting older. (laughs) I'm talking like I'm an old woman, but when you are getting older and you can look back at all of those times and it's like, wow, those people you shared those memories with will be with you forever in those memories. So it's really cool. And I think along with this, hold your best friends close. Don't worry about having this huge circle. You don't have to be friends with everyone. You can be nice and happy and positive and just be a good person to everyone. But you don't have to have a million best friends. You don't have to be that person who looks like the popular girl or the popular guy because they're friends with everyone. You can be friendly to everyone. But keeping your circle small, it really helps with just creating those memories with the people who are meant to be in your life and not forcing it just because it's a number, just because you want to have this many friends or you want to invite this many people or you know what I mean? Keep that circle small and stay close with those the friends that really vibe with you. And you'll know when you meet them. You'll know because they're just as weird as you and they like doing the things you like doing and they all live in single dorms with you sophomore year. You'll know. Keep those friends close. And it's like, it's crazy because when you're in college, you just think about graduation all the time and you think about leaving and starting your life and being an adult and having a job and having an apartment and getting a dog and having kids. You want to rush the process so bad that you almost forget how good it is in front of you and how when you do graduate, those life transitions get even harder because you're kind of doing it on your own. So you want to have those friends in school, those friends in college in the early 20s to fall back on because they'll be there for you when you feel like you can't do it anymore. Because the good, the bad, and the ugly doesn't just stop in college. It just gets a little bit different as you get older. So hold your best friends close. I love that. You can't do it all. Take care of yourself and your mental health your physical health first, and the rest will follow. I love this because college is a time to expand. Being in your 20s is a time to expand and to try new things. And I am an advocate, huge advocate for trying new things. But it's also good to not overdo it. You know, you can't do it all. We want to be that person who's in every club, doing every intramural sport, you know, going to all the parties, being friends with everyone, traveling all the time, getting straight A's, taking all the classes, doing all the things, being, you know, extra. And it's good to expand and to try new things, but you got to be really easy on yourself when you can't do it all. Managing a social life and school life is enough. 
You don't need a million things on top of it. You know, you have to still be close with your family and your friends from home. And there are so many things that you bring with you to college that be careful when you start to stack on a million more things when you get there. It's okay to not be able to do it all. It's okay to take time to just focus your energy on one thing at a time. And if you're focusing on one thing at a time, let it be yourself and your health first. And like this says, the rest will follow. I think that's really, that really is true. And that is something I wish someone told me. Take care of yourself first and the rest will follow. Stop worrying about what's next. Stop having that plan. You know, that you're not following any guidelines. You're not following any specific rules. Focus on you. Focus on your friends. The rest will follow. You guys are really deep. I mean, these answers are really good. They're really, really good. All right, we have a few more in this category, and then we'll get to the next question. Oh, I love this. Something you wish you could tell your college self. Go out of your way to get to know your professors. This is huge. And this can go within your 20s too, getting to know your bosses, your coworkers, whatever it is. But especially in college, go out of your way to get to know your professors because they will, they will, they will give you those extra points when you need to pass. If you get on a professor's good side and you actually take time to ask about their day and ask how they are, because guess what? Their life isn't that easy. They're dealing with like a-hole college kids all day, every day. They want to be like, you know, they want to be helped too. They want people to talk to them like they're a homie. (laughs) If you go out of your way to get to know your professors, they'll help you out at the end of the day. Trust me. I was in calculus when I first got, yeah, calculus. When I first got to Villanova and I do not do numbers, I struggled really, I really, really struggled in that class. And I, yeah. Oof, I don't know how I made it out. But what I did do was I went out of my way to get to know the professor. I, you know, told him that I was trash at math. And he helped me a lot at the end when I needed it the most. So I did not have to retake calculus. You know, it's beneficial for both of you because, like I said, they want to just be talked to, too, you know? So if you go out of your way to get to know your professors, they will help you in the long run and they will make your life a little bit easier. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Our last one. I love, oh no, I didn't send this to my sister. Jenna, my little sister swears by this, but someone else wrote it too. Take milk thistle before bed after drinking. It's a hangover godsend. So if you've never heard of milk thistle, I started to do this after my little sister told me about it. You can get it in like a pill form. It's some all natural herb, I guess, or supplement. Uh, You can get it from like CVS. But my little sister told me to take it before bed after you're drinking and you essentially wake up without a hangover. Or if you do have one, it helps a lot. That's like a really good college hack. Although when I think about it, I wasn't really hungover in college. I don't know about you, but I look back on college. I don't know how I did it but I don't, I wasn't ever really hungover. I think because you just have alcohol in your blood all the time that you just never get a chance to be hungover. So I wasn't like crazy hungover unless I was like, you know, doing sugary drinks, whatever. But that's a really good hack. Take milk, milk thistle and it's like all natural. So you don't have to worry about putting crap in your body. All right, cool. So those are like the top ones I picked from something you wish you could tell your early self, your early twenties or in your college self. 
So let's move now to something you learned while you were in college and you want to pass along the knowledge. I also put something you learned while you were in your early 20s. And I know I have some friends who are in their 30s now who filled this out. So if you're in your 20s, listen up. Number one, break up with your long distance boyfriend. (laughs) Just do it. It's not the end all be all. Just do it. Especially if you're in college, you, if you haven't learned by now, you should be focusing on you first and boys last or you first and girls last. Don't waste your time and your energy. I'm going to get so much shit for saying this. I know it, especially from someone who's in a relationship. They're going to be like, no, Kristen, you don't get it. He or she's different. It's not worth it. Don't do the long distance. You're going to waste so many nights wishing they were there when you could be out making new friends, making memories with people who are right there in front of you. You're going to waste so many nights crying over the long distance. You're just going to fight a ton because it just happens. And then you're going to break up and you're going to look back on your freshman year and be like, why did I do that? Just do it. Trust us and trust the people who are giving you this information. Ooh, I love this take classes that are unrelated to your major. So this is a good one because it not only helps to like expand your knowledge and, you know, make you, I want to say like more colorful as a person, but taking classes that are unrelated to your major are just fun. And it's a nice break from like college. It's a nice break from hitting the books and focusing so much on that one class. That's just giving you so much anxiety. College gives you, um, What's the word for classes you don't have to take? Oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Oh, electives, free electives. You purposely get free electives. Colleges make you take them on purpose so you can kind of break it up and see what other things may, you know, excite you. That's why I was I had a computer science minor because I took a free elective computer science class and I ended up loving it. We love to code over here, Python. <laughs> Love it. It was one of my favorite classes. I built a robot with my professor, Thomas Way. Shout out to Thomas Way out of Legos. It was a great, dope class, and I would have never known I wanted a computer science minor until I took that class. So take classes that are super unrelated to your major. I loved all of the free electives I took. I ended up taking an acting class. I took two acting classes. I met some really dope people in the acting class. That's probably like my favorite class to look back on at Villanova. Um, and it was like fun. It was really fun. And the people in class were super cool and fun. And it was just like really eye opening to like get out of your comfort zone and do something as weird as like an acting class when it didn't relate at all to you or your major. It like shapes you as a person and it makes you appreciate other people's majors, which I think is really cool. So definitely take classes, even free electives. Like I know some people take free electives that align with their major. Do something wild. Do something crazy. Villanova had like dance classes. We had acting classes, voice classes, like super fun, really interesting art classes, um, art history. I loved the art history class I took. Uh, Do those. I mean, it's just your last chance to like do some really fun, cool stuff. And most of the time... Those wacky out there classes have some really wacky out there professors who end up being like your most favorite professors of your college career. 
So trust me, take the take the really weird ones. And you want to be taking classes where you don't know anyone in it. If you're just like filling your entire college schedule with classes that are with your friends or people in your major, you're going to want to have an outlet sooner or later. And that's why I signed up for the acting class because I kind of figured no one I knew would be doing it. Turns out it was one of my favorite classes. I met some of the dopest people in it. And it's just like cool to get away from the people you're surrounding yourself with all the time. And it's a really cool and fun way to meet new friends. Like I have some really cool friends I would have never met if it wasn't for those wacky classes I took. So it's awesome. Ooh, wash your makeup off every night. You should know this already. If you're in your early 20s and you're not doing this, come on. Sis, get your life together. Wash your face. Isn't there a book about that? It's like, girl, wash your face or something. This is like the holy grail number one rule, especially in college. It's so tragic when you wake up the next morning and you have mascara like caked down your cheeks and your eyes are swollen red and you've got like 20 pimples because you're drinking alcohol every night and sleeping in your makeup. Do yourself a favor. Let that be like your top health tip of college. Wash your face. I'm not even going to go into this. If you're in your early 20s, you should be washing your damn face every night. Come on. This is like the little stuff for your health and your mental health. These are the simple steps you can be taking every day. Wash your dang makeup off. Also, it's like not a cute look when you're doing your walk of shame and you've got mascara running down your face. Ugh, it's like raccoon eyes and everybody knows. Just wash it. And who cares what you look like the next morning? If you are walk of shaming, it's dark. Just leave early. No one cares what you look like. Wouldn't you rather have nice skin than like 20 pimples just because you wanted to keep your makeup on so the boy wouldn't see what you look like in the morning? I think I stopped sleeping with makeup on junior year. I was like, you know, the person I was with, I was like, whether, (laughs) you know, you take it or you leave it. You like what you see or you don't. I'm sorry. I am not wearing makeup to bed. I am not waking up at 6 a.m. just to cake my face so I look like I slept like a perfect angel when you wake up and you roll over and you see that I have like this beautiful immaculate makeup on. No. I definitely dropped that junior year and I was just kind of (laughs) like, take it or leave it, bro. Oh man, this one's going to hurt. If he wanted to, he would. And I am not, I'm no one to give dating advice, but this one I know to be true. If he wanted to, he would. So stop crying over him. Stop wasting your nights. Stop wasting your days. Stop going out of your way to stalk his classes or to try to run into him in the hallway. Or if you're in your early 20s, stop stalking his social media. If he wanted to, he would. If he wanted to talk to you, he would. If he wanted to hang out, he would. No more wasting your time on those stupid things. And this goes with girls too. If she wanted to, she would. If she wanted to hang out, she would. Stop dwelling over the people who aren't giving you what you deserve. You are dope. You're dope. Look in the mirror, like I said earlier, and thank yourself for showing up every day because you're really dope and you're a cool person and your time and your energy is valuable. Don't give it away to people who don't appreciate that. They'll look back one day and they will and they were they wish that they did. They wish they showed up, they wish they reached out, they wish they hung out. Don't waste it. Go hang out with the people who want you around. That's a better feeling anyway. When you look back on those crappy relationships you had in college, 
all the things you did for those stupid boys who barely gave you the time of day, didn't that make you just feel like shit? What about hanging out with the people, the close friends, the girlfriends, the guy friends, the people who actually made you feel good? Those are the people you have the good memories with. Those are the people who are still in your life today. Those are the people who help you through all the crap. Remember that. Focus on that. Leave it alone. If he wanted to, he would. Stay happy. Be the person who makes other people happy. This is huge. It's really hard to have that mentality of stay happy in college because we are faced with like a lot of stress and triggers and anxieties, definitely in your early 20s as well. But just do the little things that make you happy. Give yourself like 10 minutes every day, whether that's like meditating or reading or writing or going for a run. Stay happy and make that a priority in college. Don't, there's no time to be sad. Four years go by so quick. There's literally no time to be sad. And you want to be the person that makes other people happy because then everyone gravitates towards you and you're just the person that makes everyone feel good. And when you're filling up other people's cup, it's going to naturally fill your cup and it's going to make you happy. So stay happy. Life and college in general is too short to not be happy and to stress over stupid little things. This I think goes hand in hand with stay happy, but it's like it's not that serious. You know, they make college seem like the end all be all. And now that we're in our 20s and we look back on it, we're like, wow, it like wasn't that serious. That like science class I took, like wasn't that serious. It didn't teach me how to do my taxes. It didn't teach me how to like get a job. So it's not that serious. So stay happy. Don't sweat the small stuff. Be the person who makes others happy. That's awesome. I love that. Mm, something you learned while you were in college, man, and in your early 20s that you want to pass along. You don't have to have it all figured out. And this person this person wrote, you don't have to have it. Two people wrote this, but the, the one, one of them has quotations next to it. You don't have to have it all figured out. Cough, cough. Thanks, mom and dad, for making me think I did. <laughs> you definitely don't have to have it all figured out, especially in your early 20s. I don't have it all figured it out figured it out. My friends don't have it all figured out. I know people in their 30s who don't have it all figured out. Honestly, some days I don't even think my mom has it figured all out. <laughs> you don't have to have it all figured all out, especially in college, especially in college. Do not graduate thinking that this is it. This is your life plan from here on out. You have it written in the stars. It's written on a piece of paper in front of you. This is your timeline. This is it. It's figured out. Because you'll derail from that real quick and that'll send you into a really weird and uncomfortable mental space. And that's where good old anxiety comes from. So the more you can let go and learn to trust that the universe has your back and that whatever higher power you believe in will lead you down the right path, the quicker you can do that, the more you can release and let go and trust, the better you're going to feel, the happier you're going to feel. Honestly, the quicker you will get to what you're supposed to be doing, the quicker you let go. So stop trying to force it and you don't have to have it all figured out. And I know your friends are going to, it's going to seem like everybody around you does. Your parents are going to bug you. Your siblings are going to bother you. And they're going to be like, when I was your age, I had a job or I had it all figured out. Don't listen to them. Listen to yourself. Listen to your intuition. You know what's right and wrong for you. 
Take your time. Take your good old time. You are nowhere near being done on this earth. Take your time. Talk about your struggles and seek help. Don't internalize it all. These answers are so good. And these are things I've learned that I wish I knew. Definitely talk about your struggles and seek help. It's really hard when you are, you know, taking college classes, you're working on your major, you're stressed with that already, you are doing clubs and hanging out with friends. It's really hard to internalize those things and be okay with that and not boil over and have a mental breakdown. That's where a lot of anxiety and stress comes from in college is not seeking help and not talking about our struggles because this goes with our last question because it we it makes it, you know, other people make it look like they have it all together, so we think we should too. I think the more you start to talk about your struggles and the more you seek help, the less you internalize it, the better you feel obviously. But the easier it becomes to kind of handle when it happens to you later in life. Because struggles don't just end in college. You know, decision anxiety, anxiety in general, sad days, happy days, that doesn't just end because you become an adult and graduate college. So learn to talk about that stuff early. And your people in your corner will listen and they'll help. And they'll be so glad that they were there to help because then they know that if they ever need you, you'll be there to help. So I think that's a really important thing about finding friends in college too is if you can look at the people you're hanging out with every single day and say like, I'm comfortable opening up to these people about my struggles, then they're probably your people and they're going to be your people for the rest of your life, which is really freaking cool and really dope. But if you kind of are surrounding yourself with people that you don't think would accept you in your struggles, then maybe it's time to kind of look for some new friends. And that doesn't mean you have to just ditch the old ones, but you know, like I said, pray for, delete, you know, wish them well and move on. You only have one life. I'm going to say this every damn podcast episode. You are your only self. You're the one that walks you home every night. You're the only one there holding your hand, picking yourself back up when shit gets hard. It's you. You've got this one life to live. Do the things that are best for you. That I think needs to be talked about more in college talking about your struggles and seeking help because we internalize everything, whether it's judgment from others, what other people think about us, you know, what parties we were invited to, what grades we got, what classes we got into, what dorms or apartments we lived in, who our friend group was. We internalize all of that and it sucks. And that's when you have those nights where you just bubble over and you don't go out and you sit in your dorm room alone crying or you have a really crappy week and you start to resent college and you start to like not want to be there anymore. That's because we're internalizing it all and we're not talking about it. That's something I think that really needs to change in school and in college. So if you are in college listening to this, I hope you take this, if this is the only thing you take from this episode, talk about your struggles and seek help. And it doesn't have to be to friends if you're not comfortable. It can be to an adult or to someone who works in like your health office at school. Trust me, therapy is amazing, game-changing, life-changing, the best hour of my week every week. It really is something that I think everyone should do, but yeah, it's a good one. So I think this goes hand-in-hand with talking about your struggles. The next one someone said is, 
everyone is dealing with their own struggles, <laughs> just be damn nice. That is so true. If you're walking around, you know, I used to do this a lot. I would walk around my campus, you know, and, you know, there's so many different types of people in college. And I always used to notice, you know, some kids walk with, this is so weird, but so some kids walk with headphones in or, you know, they're walking while reading or on the phone. And it's like, everybody's got their own agenda. Everyone's on their own time, their own schedule, their own life. Just like you, everyone's dealing with their own struggles. So just be nice. Be nice to the kid in class who looks upset one day. Be nice to someone that you walk past on campus who might be on a phone on the phone and looks, you know, like they're upset. I passed multiple people in my times at Villanova who were on the phone crying, you know, and I was definitely one of them. I remember my first like three weeks at school as a freshman, I was crying on the grassy knoll. That's what it was called. Every night on the phone to my mom or to, you know, my boyfriend at the time. My God, I was crying every night. Everyone's dealing with their own shit. Just be nice. College doesn't need to be high school 2.0. There doesn't need to be the cool girls and the popular girls and the better parties. And No, that stuff, leave it behind. You know, you're an adult now. Act like it. You can still have fun. But remember the next time you see someone who looks upset, like go over to them. Offer to get them lunch or to hang out or ask how their day is. I am so, you know, I regret not being as outspoken. I think a lot of it for me personally just had to do with insecurities, but I was a huge introvert in college and now I'm a huge extrovert and I'm a soul cycle instructor, which is literally sitting on a podium in front of a room of 60 people talking on a microphone. I currently work at a restaurant as well, you know, helping out behind the bar where you talk to people all day, every day. Like I'm someone who now thrives off of asking people how their day is, you know, making other people smile, talking to other people, going out of my way to have, you know, enjoyable, real conversations. I really wish that in college I did the same thing. You know, I wish I went out of my way to talk to other people and to hear their stories and to just do something nice for a stranger. So everyone's dealing with their own stuff. It's not just you. So sympathize with the people around you and just be dang nice. There's no freaking need to be mean in college. It's stupid. Same thing in your early 20s. We are adults at this point. You get it? Cool. Oh, we've got two more. We're going to finish with the bang. Something you learned while you were in college and you want to pass along the knowledge. Be loud and be proud about your passions. Join the damn baking club, Kristen. Whoever wrote this, I should have put names on. I let it be anonymous, but I was having a conversation with, oh, I know who this is because I was having a conversation with them the other day when I was talking about doing this for the podcast, how I so regret only going to one of the baking club meetings. I was just like so weirdly insecure that people were going to like find out I was in a baking club. I don't know what I was thinking. It was like the best hour of my week. The one time I went, the girls were so nice and I love baking now. Like I should have done it back then, but be loud and proud about your passions. Like I said about classes, taking classes that are outside of your comfort zone, you don't have to do every single club or every single extracurricular activity or, you know, if you're in your 20s, you don't have to do everything with your friends. You don't. 
and it's fun to include them and it's great. Like I said, your friends, your people are your people, but you don't have to do everything with them. If it doesn't align with their passions, you don't have to force them to go along with you and you definitely don't have to give up your passions just because your friends don't do it. Be so loud and proud about them, especially in college, because that's where you find out what you really love and what you really like and what are the things that make you happy, because those are good to have in your back pocket when you do graduate and you are out in the real world and you do face real struggles and anxieties. It's nice to have those little fun things you used to do in your back pocket, because those are good little escapes to use when you're older. So for me, like I love baking now. I make a really good banana bread. And it's like something that really brings me like joy. And if I'm having a bad day, I'll just make a banana bread. And I wish I did it more in college. But definitely, you know, be proud about your passions. Don't hide that stuff. It's stupid. It's silly. You're going to meet new people. There's no need to hide it because the people that are there are going to be the people that can talk about these passions with you. So you'll feel comfortable already. And if you know what, if you really are someone like myself who is insecure about it, you just don't have to tell everyone. You don't have to be constantly updating people on what you're doing. If you have to take an hour each week to go to that computer science club or the baking club or sport, an intramural sport you want to do or any sort of club, an art club, a history club, you don't have to tell your friends where you're going. You know, you can just say you got to be somewhere for an hour. Let that be kind of like your own little joy each week, something to look forward to. All right, we're on our last one. This flew by and this was sad and this brought me back all the good feels, but we're going to end it with a bang. The last piece of advice that people have written in, something that they learned while they were in college slash in their early 20s and they wanted to pass along the knowledge Breathe, slow down, and soak it all up. Four years truly does fly. It is so crazy how quickly college goes by. I look back and I cannot believe I am almost four years out of it. I am, I mean, they are some of the best years of your life, but you know what's really cool about that? And what's really cool about reading this is if you're graduated college like me, breathe, slow down, and soak it all up. You look back on college as the best years of your life. What if five years from now you look back on your 20s or your 30s and you're like, wow, those were the best years of my life. Isn't that crazy? You never know when you are living in those quote-unquote best years of your life. So breathe, slow down, and soak it all up. It should be so encouraging that you have these crazy, amazing, fun memories to look back on because five years from now, ten years from now, you're going to be having these crazy, fun, amazing memories to look back on from five years ago. 10 years ago, you could be living in the best days of your life right now and you just don't even know it because you're just trying to fly through the motions and, you know, walk through your schedule every single day and just get to Friday, just get to the weekend. What happens if you stopped and you made every day the best day? 
And I know it's really hard with the pandemic and I know it's a lot easier said than done, but doing a little bit each and every day. And I said this actually to a really good girlfriend of mine today because she said she was having one of those bad pandemic days, which happens to all of us. And I was telling her that something my therapist told me that when I first, you know, was starting to experience the same thing, those bad pandemic days, my therapist said to me, what if this was your last day on earth? So she said, she told me to ask myself this, if I'm having a bad day, be like, Kristen, what if this was your last day on earth? And these memories you had for the rest of your life from the rest of your afterlife, whatever that may be for you, the memories you will hold on to from your last day on earth are of the last day you lived on earth. So the memories you have from here on out, whether you believe in a heaven, an afterlife, whatever it is, wherever you go after this, the only memories you're going to have are of your last day on earth. How do you want to remember it? So that should just that just speaks volumes on how you should wake up and make every single day. It doesn't have to be the best day, but just doing little things that make you happy because those are the moments we look back and we're like, wow. Those were the good old days, right? As good old Andy Bernard said, I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. And I know that's like tough and hard to digest, but there, you know, there is a way to know you're in the good old days if every single day you're making it a good day. So if we've learned anything from this hour of reminiscing on college, on our 20s, on life experiences, on friendships, on love, on heartbreak, it's to stop, breathe, slow down, and soak it all up. This was amazing. This was wonderful. This was fun. This just made my night. I love you. I love college. I miss college. I hope you have an amazing Thirsty Thursday. I hope you have an epic weekend. And I will see you next week.